All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Casual Nonsense. Uh, I'm your host, Mark. Uh, today, I'm hanging out with a good friend of the families for for quite some time now. Uh, mm-hmm. I have Miss Janae, or Mrs. Janae. I don't want to say that wrong. Uh, how's it going today, Janae? Really good. Really good. Cool. So so we're, uh, let me just tell a little tell a little about yourself here. Uh, so you have been uh, a nurse for about 15 years. Is that yeah. right? Okay. It doesn't feel that long, but it is. Because you love it. When you I love it, it's love easy. I do love it. I love what I do. Awesome. So you are a mother-baby nurse? Mother-baby nurse first, yeah. Wh- which is uh, once the baby's born, they come see you. They come see me two hours after delivery, yeah, and I handle everything else after that. But that was for eight years, so now I'm just a labor and delivery nurse. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So you're helping the, the pushing. I'm doing the pushing now, yeah. Nice. Yeah, big time. That's awesome. Um, so you uh, have a... Psychology degree I from do. Yep. UNC. You were yeah. Tar Heel fan. Yeah, I'm a big, big Tar Heel fan. Do okay. not say otherwise. To me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. nice. Um, yeah, so I went to UNC um, for in 2002 and did psychology. I always knew I wanted to be a nurse, but you know how things you get to college and the life hits you. But you stuck with it. Though. I stuck with it, and but I, you know what? Psychology actually helps me in nursing because. You have so many different qualities and traits that people have. And just to like to study all of that and know that this is normal for people has done so much for me for taking care of my patients. I think I've never taken psychology, but I think that psychology should help every profession. Absolutely. Everybody should take psychology. Even if you don't go to college, everybody should do like just a quick snippet 101 of psychology because it helps people to relate to other people for sure. Yeah, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Um I actually just took a leadership course Mm. and a lot of it was finding out what your personality is like and then trying to figure out other people's personalities. And then based on this particular course had like four different types, but uh, it was like, how do you talk to each different type of personality? What do they want to hear? What, how do you want to say it? Absolutely. Uh, It seems like a lot of work to have a conversation. It's a lot. And you know, when I got married, like, you know, obviously me and my husband have been together for a long time and it played a part. Like I was like, wow, why haven't I been applying this to him for this is going on year 18? Because it's the same thing. You apply the same thing. You're talking to that person a certain type of way. You're compromising. Well, but the difference is when a wife is what you're saying, what I hear, you're saying you want to have a better relationship and do things. But what I'm hearing is you want to kind of Jedi mind trick him a little more like you use those skills without him knowing to get what you need you know what though he I feel like he does that more to me than I do to him nice I'm telling you like during COVID he was just like laying it on thick oh man babe you're doing so great with the kids with the homework you're doing such a good job and I'm like oh yeah I'm, I'm rocking I'm rocking it and then I like sit down I'm like you know what he has been telling me this because he does not want to do homework with these kids. <laughs> but I felt so good about him. Like, he's doing this, just changing it up on me, and he's just working me over. But it so, worked. Sounds like he took some psychology class. He too. did. He <laughs> did. And he, he, he definitely applies it all the time. So how long have you been married? So we have been married, oh, my gosh, so about 12 years now. Yes. Yes. Okay. And we dated for seven years. Dang. Yes. Okay. Yes, it took me that long to convince him that I was the one. <laughs> well, he couldn't do any better at this point, right? No, no, and he knows it now. 
And you got two boys. I got two boys. Kason is seven. Chance is 11. And that is my full-time job. So did you only want two kids? I wanted three. I wanted three. I came from a family of three. You wanted a girl, didn't you? I wanted a girl. And we did try, and it just never came about. And my husband was like, it's going to be another boy. So I was like, all right, you're probably right. Let's let's stop where we are. You know, the benefit of your job is you get to see babies all day long. So, you you know, that'd be kind of be if you if you love puppies, then go work at a place that has a lot of puppies. Absolutely. Just Absolutely. don't take any home with you. It's hard, though, because it's like you always have baby fever. You'll never get rid of baby fever. You could be 60 years old, but you always see them and you're like, I I could do this again. Mm. I could. Well, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> Says the person with four. Nice. <laughs> um, well, what I want to talk to you about was... You know, since I've known you, uh, you've been this incredible, for lack of a better term, like goal setter. So you set these goals every year and you set these kind of, um, I can't think of a better term than goal. So you yeah. just kind of set these benchmarks for you, for you yep. and your husband. Um, you know, and now a lot of people set goals January 1st, yep. usually, you know, physically related. Um, you take a little, you take it a step further. Oh yeah. Right. Absolutely. So what you guys have been doing, and I'm going to, you can correct me here in a moment. Okay. Um, so not only is it a, a physical thing, Hey, I got to get to the gym. I want to eat healthy. Um, what impresses me with what you guys have done is something that I've never been able to do, uh, because basically because we're lazier and not as, uh, committed to the cause, if you will. Um, but budgeting is really something that Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people could be better at. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so to me, that was always something that impressed me because, you know, you would, you guys sacrifice a lot of things to make sure this bill's paid or pay yep. this vehicle off on time or mm-hmm. whatever. So, and it's the little things that you miss out on that you're not, you're not actually missing out on because you don't know any different. Right. 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 Um, so tell me a little bit about that. Like what's, um, so if I looked at your goals for, for 2023. Okay. Right. And I, I see what I have them in front of me here, actually. So I'm going to see how well you memorize them okay. and see. Right. <laughs> so, so pick a couple of those. Like, let's see. Okay. Um, um, I think one of the biggest ones I had for this year was to, uh, contribute about 30,000 to my retirement fund. Okay. Um, that's a, a huge one. Um, I think we also said we wanted to pay about 25,000 to our mortgage, um, extra. Okay. Um, that's one of our biggest ones. And then just some like our simple ones with more like being present with the boys, which is definitely mean than like no technology, really just being in the moment, um, dating my husband. That That's a hard one. Cause it's just like making sure that yes, we're going out and doing family time, but we also need to be doing things just me and him. Yeah. So sure. trying to make that goal. Um, and then like just one vacation like one good vacation and not just these like little friday saturday trips but like a good one and that you know makes us feel like yes we we stepped away and we're good to go so those are like some of the big ones that i think i put on was your vacation a choice are you beach people are you vegas so skiing i think it's the hard thing is because i'm definitely a beach person but he's like definitely a party person so it's more like trying to 
compromise and see like what we need to do this year. So we didn't really do a whole lot of beach last year and the cruises are just better like financially. Anyway. I was just going to say, that's your solution right it there. Is. Cruise ships. It is. And it just, I know people are like, oh, I don't want to do it, but it's like, it's so much bang for your buck. You kind of cannot, can't, you have to do it. I agree. I'm a big fan of cruises. I love it. Um, I'd go on them more often if we could. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And it's definitely finding the time and then definitely finding something that you like to do or a place that you want to go. But honestly, like we've done the same cruise to the same destination, like three, four times and still end up having a good time because you don't have to get off the boat or you don't have to do, you know, certain things. We try something different every time because there's so much to do that just going that one time is not enough. Yep. I agree. If there's, uh, we do, my wife and I do, she loves to, she loves the beaches, mm-hmm. right? And maybe that's a female thing. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't mind the beach, but I'm not spending a week on a beach. Right. That's not my idea. But on a cruise ship, you're hitting tropical islands, mm-hmm. depending where you go. You could sit by the pool. Yep. But also we got a casino. We yep. got, you got shows, you got trivia. You have uh bottomless drinks, yep. essentially, that's if you're into that. Right? right there. <laughs> so, um, so what I liked, what I like, what you said was, um, you know, I think being being present for your boys yes. is good, you know, and I think that's something that um, it's easy to forget that. Oh, absolutely. Because you get caught up in every day. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, you and your husband both work full time, mm-hmm. so it's easy to, you know, everyone in, in public says, "Oh, yeah, I spend all kinds of time with my kids. It's great." But the reality is, like, do you though? Right. You know. Right. And you have to catch yourself because it's it's so easy. Like all of a sudden, like my son's a big sports fan, and he'll say, "Mom, you know, what time does this game start or whatever?" So I'll just pick up the phone for that second to be like, "Oh, let me check." Exhale. Now I'm zoned out and I'm not mm-hmm. there anymore. Yeah. So it's more like, okay, let's check that afterwards because if I pick it up. I'm already there. Like we just left the library and I picked up a book that's just like how to break up with your phone. It's amazing that I would have to buy a book like that, but we're to that point in society to where you use your phone for everything. I mean, literally everything. I don't leave the, I don't leave a room with that. No, me either. Me either. And that's crazy. Crazy. Yep. So I've tried to get better about that. I don't like to leave, like, some people like to leave it downstairs when they go up for the night, but I don't like that just because my parents are getting older. Um, but that's hard, too, because you are you don't want to leave it there, but then it definitely goes into, it starts affecting your sleep because you're bored or you can't sleep, so you jump right on it and start doing something. Next thing you know, oh, it's yeah. 2 a.m. So we're working with that for sure. Um, definitely letting them do the sports they want to do. Trying to like just just let them grow and be themselves without pushing so much. Um, but I'm very I'm my husband definitely lets me know that I need to back off of them just a little bit. But you know you just you, you ha- see qualities. Are you helicoptering? You, I'm not helicoptering. What does he call me? He's it was something else. A bulldozer mom. Okay. It's, so he <laughs> says a bulldozer mom is just that one that just wants to come in and take over everything for their kid. So they don't let them do anything. Mm. They just take it all. And I don't feel like I'm that, but I also don't want those obstacles for them to, but I also need to let them grow for themselves. You got to let the little birdies fly sometimes. I know. I know. It's yeah, hard. It's finding that balance. It is. You know, sometimes spending time with them isn't necessarily you know, sitting at a table and, oh, let's color the same picture. You know, if they're into basketball, maybe they just want to watch basketball with you sitting next Absolutely. to them. Absolutely. You know? Yep. My oldest is really to the point to where we we go to a high school basketball game. So he's responsible for Friday night, Saturday nights, whatever it ends up being. He 
goes through, finds whatever high schools are playing in the city, and then he looks at their records. Because I say, I'm not going to go sit through a game that somebody's 1-10 in 10 and another one's 10-1. I'm just <laughs> so not going to so do So you go that. to random basketball? So like- we go to random. We've been wow. to every high school in Raleigh. We've done, I think, one in Cary. Um, and then, like, he's trying to talk me into Holly Springs tonight. It's, it's a bit far for me. Like, I, I really want to do, like, 15, 20 minutes max and trying to come back. Because, you know, they, they're a little late. That's pretty cool. But it helps us because now it's tournament time. And so with tournament time, we can be like, oh, we saw this one. We saw, you know, we, we're invested, you know. Yep. But I think that'll be a core memory for him, you know. Like, he'll always remember that, like, you know, mom was, you know, she made it happen. And we watched all these games and, you know. Hopefully we can follow that up all the way up until he's a senior, and he really wants to play basketball too. So we'll see how that goes. I got lucky when um, when my oldest daughter she was a cheerleader on the basketball team, so I'm like, yeah, honey, sure, I'm gonna come to every basketball game and support you. Um, fortunately for me, that the high school was a pretty good basketball team. They right. had a couple of good players yes. on that team, so I was entertained the whole time, mm-hmm. and I was supporting. So. Um, and she knew that. <laughs> so it's no secret, right? But but it was good because you knew when there was a game, I was coming. Right. You know, because right. I, I enjoy watching basketball. So when, when when the gameplay is good, you know, you get into it more. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And it's helpful, too, because, like, they're, they're, my husband's a big soccer fan, so they really are go-hard fans for soccer. So, you know, we had season tickets for Charlotte MLS last year, which was pretty cool, but it was a lot trying to go back and forth to Charlotte for each game. Yeah. Um, and then they, like, overnight, maybe three years ago, turned into hockey fans, which is very unheard of in the black community for sure. <laughs> <laughs> So that has been an adjustment for me, too, because I do not like being cold. I will go and sit there with them, but I'm going to have my leggings. I got a sweat panel. I got everything I'm layered up sitting up there, and I'm just enjoying it because they enjoying it. But yeah, I think that's just part of being a parent. The sacrifices you make, oh right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so let's talk about what you do without getting you know specifics right okay. so when you sit down and you say okay this is our this is our budget mm-hmm. like if we were talking in terms of and i know we don't have spreadsheets in front yeah. of us right in terms of like percentages right you say okay you're going to your mortgage is x amount of dollars right. and like you said earlier you want to make sure that you're you're paying more than that right. for a year so if you you know an average person is going to go get a 30 year mortgage to yeah. start with you know you got your house you got 30 years but in your mind, you said, well, I'm not paying for that for 30 years. Like, how can you trim that down? Absolutely. Paying towards the principal, things like that. So what kind of mindset are you into? So the discipline is really where where I know or I fail. Yeah. Right? And that's something that over the years I think I've gotten better. And I can only speak for me. I can't speak for everybody. But that's the hardest part mm-hmm. because you say, okay, you get your paycheck. Let's say your paycheck's a certain amount. And you say, well, that bill's paid, that bill's paid, and you're like, oh, I got this much left over. Right. You know, you're not thinking, let me save that. Let me right. put that. You're saying, where are we going to dinner? Exactly. Where's the party at? Exactly. Exactly. And that's every person because, I mean, we're fun people. We want to keep doing things, but and you still can do those things, but you just have to put everything on paper. So the biggest thing that I found is um, one of the methods was, Spend your money on paper before you get paid. So if your paycheck is three thousand dollars, every that every dollar of that three thousand dollars needs to be spent on paper before it hits your direct deposit. 
So it doesn't matter if you're saying $5 at McDonald's. I don't care. If you're saying $100 at Ruth Chris, it's already on paper and it's there. So you already know where it's going because you, by the time it hits your account and you don't have a plan for it, your money has a plan for itself. It's got, yeah, it's it, gone. It, it's it, gone. It's a hole in that pocket. It's gone. Yeah, for and sure. And you always think about it. So I try to like, it's definitely being organized, but not to the point to where you're stressing yourself out. Definitely like your calendar. If you want to sit down with your calendar and we do it over, we used to have like a big budget meeting twice, um, twice a month. Now it's kind of just sitting over a basketball game or something, but just looking at your calendar and saying, these are the things that are coming up in two weeks. Or if you get paid monthly, this is what's coming up for the month and listing those things and then putting your money beside it and just seeing where you end up at. Because sometimes you may have to make that decision. Something's not going to happen because I don't have it. Right. Or it could be just splitting it up to say, Ooh, let me just, you know, lay low this month. Cause I know this cruise is coming up next month. Yep. So in terms of, like housing you want to do for your mortgage i do try to break it up into smaller goals so i don't want to see my twenty five thousand because when you see twenty five thousand that's overwhelming yep so you want to break it up into monthly so i broke that twenty five thousand up into 12 payments okay and then since we're getting paid bi-weekly then i broke it up even more so then that makes you see a smaller amount so that smaller amount ended up being we wanted to do total of our mortgage was like 1100 extra okay for a whole month so then you feel like it when you break it up it's not as it doesn't look as daunting absolutely you know when you you know you you say okay well you have 52 weeks in the year yes maybe 26 paychecks yes you know and just keep so work backwards work in backwards yeah yep. and that's what i do with my goals too so you'll see on there just the tip of the ice skirt of the bowl the goals for a year but then you see Every month, you see those smaller versions of those goals to show you how I'm getting, building up to that big goal at the end of the year. So how long did, would you say it took you to get in those habits? Like what, at one point, did you just wake up and flip a switch? Did you listen to motivational speakers? You know, I think a healthy amount of fear gets you where you need to go. And I think, so we, I would say 2018 was the first government shutdown. I think that was like what we actually paid attention to. Okay. And we were going to Kenya for his family to meet his family for the first time. And we had saved up all year. So we knew, like, we had saved up a good chunk of change. Because if you think about it, it was five airline tickets because I took my mom with me. Um, we had to pay for lodging when we got there. And then his brother wanted to take us to these two resorts. So we had forked out a good amount of money. Yeah. And I'm sitting in the airport. And the uh, session, the new session comes on. And it's talking about the government shutdown. And it's affecting the park rangers and all these people. Which you don't think about with government shutdown. And these people are saying... That one paycheck that they went without, it's ruined them. They didn't have anything. So someone that was living essentially paycheck to paycheck. Paycheck to paycheck. Yep. And government shut down so you don't get paid. And that one paycheck threw them out of the loop. And I was sitting there with my husband and I said, what would we do if we didn't have, if one, if we missed one paycheck? Right. And he was like, I don't know. And I was like, yeah, that's that's big. So when we came back, that was always in the back of my head. So when we came back that January, so that January was 2019, I said, I I think we need to we need to figure some things out. Well, it's eye-opening, right? Because if you when you look at that and you say, well, like like you said, like if if I don't have this check come in, I'm behind on my payments. Right. So, it's kind of that 
kind of come to Jesus moment, if you yep. will, to say, well, I better get my my ass together yep. so that we can, you know, plan you because you you got you got children, yep. you got retirement to think about. Um, so I was very fortunate that my you know my mom and my uh, stepdad were both very retirement. Savvy, they still are. They're mm-hmm. very like they're retired and they live comfortably because they planned. I mean, right? They were in the banking business, the financial business, so that was their expertise. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, for years it was, yep, got it, no problem. I got that. I'll get to that. Mm-hmm. You know, and it it took me longer than I would oh, care to admit to finally say, oh man, like I. The same thing you're saying is like, wow, we really gotta start cranking yeah. this up and saving because it's not something that. You know, you want people want to live in the now. That's how well, I want to enjoy myself. Of right. course, you do. Like, enjoy your life while it's young. That's great. Right. And you can still do that. You know, as as you're saying with your goals, like you're still taking vacations. You're mm-hmm. still spending time with your children and your Absolutely. husband. You know, you don't have to overdo it, so to speak. Right. You know. Right. Um, and you're still you're still living life, but you're you know you definitely got to make some strong decisions of you know am I what's important to you because. Is it important? If it's important for you to go to the bar every night, that's okay. But then is takeout important to you? Right. Because you can't do everything. So, you know, if you can plan well all through the week and you're like, oh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm gone. I'm living it up. Well, Monday through Thursday, you need to be living smart. Yeah. So I think a lot of people hear that and they freak out. It's like, no, you put me on this budget. You put me on the restrictions. And it's like, no, it's just you got to focus on the things that are important to you. And then that's where you put your money at. Yeah. So every so often, um, I'll go through and I'll I'll pull like two or three months of what did we spend money on yes. in those months? Yes. And I'll tell you, I, I hate doing that. Oh yeah. One because it's a lot of work and I don't want to do that. But I'm embarrassed of what we spend oh, money yeah. on. Yes. So just pulling out the the debit card statements or the credit card statements, and we we have one credit card and one debit card, mm-hmm. and that's it. We've we've narrowed it down to the two. And so getting the date is easy, but when I see what you spend money on and it's the small things that add up, oh, it's, yeah. it's $5 here, $8 there, you know, and you're like, man, like what, like if you took that back, it's amazing to see how much money it that you'd have. Up. Yep. It it's absolutely insane. does. Insane. Yeah. We, so when we first started paying off things, it was like, okay, let's sit down and go through all these statements. And I was like, disgusted. Because of the amount of money we were spending on takeout. Like, it was really like, oh, my gosh. And we're still not that great at it, but we do better for sure. But, I mean, it was like a it was like a mortgage payment, the amount of takeout that we were spending each yeah. month. And then we're, then we're saying, oh, we don't have money. Oh, we have money. But we just put it in a Just different spending place. Spending <laughs> in the wrong spots. So, yeah. Well, that's the thing, too. And with takeout, I mean, it's, it's also, I mean, just to use McDonald's on a, as an example, I avoid McDonald's whenever I can. Oh, absolutely. You know? Yeah. Um, you know, and that goes for anything with a drive-through. Essentially, mm-hmm. like nothing in there. I mean, you can probably choose healthier options, but if I'm going to a place like McDonald's, well, you're, you're done right. I'm getting some fries and right. a shake, and you know the delicious stuff, right? Yes. But you're not trying to be healthy at McDonald's. No, there there are a few people that might be, but it's not. Mm-mm. Right. I don't want a grilled chicken sandwich. No. You know. No. No, thank you. <laughs> um, no, that's pretty cool. Um, so, something that um, that you're that you're working on now. Uh, so you've been a nurse for years. Yep. Um, you and my wife have been friends for uh, a long time, yep. which is how you and I are friends for a long time. So you, you two have recently started uh, a child, uh, 
I'm probably saying this wrong. A child education for yes, childbirth education. Childbirth education. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm missing. Okay. Yeah. So um, the basics of BBB. Yep. We got the bir- the bump, the birth, and beyond. Yes. Okay. So let's talk about that for a minute. So um, you, I know you've been, you guys have been talking about this for a while, mm-hmm. right? Because uh, you know this is both your expertise fields. So what are you going to do with these things? You're going to, you want. Who's your target audience here? You want to take mother, like first-time moms, second-time yeah. moms? What are we looking so for? So we really, our biggest goal is first-time moms, but we also are trying to reach out just to, even if you've had a child before, but you just, you kind of went with what was happening in the labor room. We want you to come into the labor room educated because we find that mothers that have done their education tend to tolerate labor a little bit better. It's not that they're you come in and dictate everything that you want done, but it's also like we're not teaching you this the very first time you come in because studies show you need to hear something three times to really retain it. So the first, if we're just telling you that the very first time and you're in pain at the same time that we're telling you that, you're not hearing the stuff. So it's expectations, like kind of like set the expectations properly. Set the expectations, knowing what you're going to see, what's going to happen, because then you can truly focus on that now at that point Mm -hmm. because you really don't want to be focusing on knowledge at that point because your body is going through some amazing but very strenuous things and you're not you're not hearing most of the things that we're telling you 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 just feel pain at that point right right so and that's helpful and also the husbands too because the husbands don't know anything about your body like we want them to be prepared to show to support you when they come in there and if you haven't learned those things before you've come in, you're trying to learn that and apply it at the same time when she's going through all that stuff. And it's just not a, it's not a good formula for right. how it's supposed to go. So we, we're striving to catch those moms at the very, you know, maybe like 32 weeks to where they're starting to think about labor and how it's going to go um, for, for the birthing class. But then we're also trying to catch these newly pregnant moms to tell them, to teach them about what's going to happen with their bodies for the next nine months. Well, you want to go through with them and, and correct me if I'm wrong. You want to go through, say, here's here's some healthy healthy maybe food choices. Yep. Right. What's what's best for your baby? Um, I think a lot of moms, and, and again, you, I'm speaking ignorantly yep. here, so you correct me <laughs> if I'm wrong. Um, a lot of moms come in saying, "Oh, I'm going to have a natural birth. It's going to be perfect." Right. But labor is, I mean, it's a it's surgery essentially. Well, yeah. You know it's what I mean? So insane. I mean, I mean with with medicine in today's day and age i mean it's we we've made it seem easy but mm-hmm. it's not it's not so you know living with a midwife you know i hear a lot of the stories where and the biggest one of the biggest things that i that i hear in these stories is when a mom comes in and they want the natural birth but then something's happening with the baby mm-hmm. i don't know the terms um you know and it's like oh well now we need to do a c-section right and that's what they don't want and right. they start freaking out right so is that something that you talk about is yes. what can cause that be prepared if it does and i don't want to say to accept it because right. maybe they don't have to accept it but you want yeah. a, you want a healthy baby and you want to survive the whole absolutely process, right? absolutely yeah so we go through that and we definitely are like saying like okay these are the complications you may encounter so that way if there is something going on that needs to be addressed right away You've already gotten the research on it. You know what your options are. So yeah. that way you're really kind of just talking to your providers about where are we now? What what can we do? I know everything that you're telling me. Like I know the situation that we're in. But in your professional opinion, what's next? 
because the hardest part is being having to tell these moms that these things are going wrong. They don't understand what's happening, what's really going on on the inside and what their options are. So you're giving them all that information all at once and act and expecting them to process it. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's, That's a lot. lot. And be in pain at the same time. For so the what most you, part. what you want, I can, whether it's, whether it's your class or, 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 or any class, yes. I mean, you want a mother to be, to know what to expect. What right? to expect. And I think that's where you guys come in handy because I've seen you both work. Um, and what you guys bring to the table and the level of knowledge that you bring, you know, that's that's huge. Yeah. You know. So so what you're teaching, you got we have the the three Bs, mm-hmm. right? You have the bump, which is you're pregnant, you're here's here's what you want to do while you're pregnant, here's what you can expect. Yeah. You have the whole birth process. Which is like you're saying, what to expect as far as what pain, what do you want to prepare for? You know, also included with those is the husband or the father of the baby or whatever we call them, uh, the baby daddy. Yep. Um, so that they're also in the know. Yeah. Right. Uh, as a ignorant male, um, I was there, being like, "What do you need? What can I get?" You know what I mean. So maybe less questions, more solutions was probably, probably <laughs> helpful. <laughs> so, um, and then of course you have the beyond, which mm-hmm. is, um, uh, what to do after the, yep. uh, postpartum, I believe is the term, mm-hmm. right? Like what to expect in what a, a month or two yeah, after you have the baby. Absolutely. Cause I think we focus so much on like the newborn stage and focusing on the baby, but there's still a lot of things that are going on with your body yeah, and your feelings and what's in that transition. Because, you went from a family of two to now a family of three to this person who needs everything from you. Mm-hmm. And how is that affecting the dynamics at home? Because you guys were just, it was just you and him. So now you have to grow and then change. Like that's where that kind of that psychology comes back in because you've got to adapt. I was, was going to say that too. <laughs> I was like, well, now you're, now you're bringing that back full circle. Right. And you're sleep deprived. So you've got all these challenges, and on top of that, you guys are both not sleeping. So it's very – we want to kind of get people prepared for that to let them know that it's okay, what you're feeling is normal, because some people feel sad, and that's totally fine. Yeah. But people are afraid to speak up and say they feel sad because they think that motherhood is just supposed to be joyful, and sometimes it's not. Well, I think that's what's awesome about – you know, I mean, you're obviously easy to talk to – I find my wife the same way. So who's your partner in this, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of the, you know, newborn mother or first time mothers or even already been a mother, but with, you know, having, you know, I've, I've witnessed these conversations, not, you know, not eavesdropping in a not eavesdropping way, but, yeah. um, you know, I just, you feel that connection. You, you got to have someone you can talk to mm-hmm. and I'm going to venture to guess that the baby daddy is not always the best person that no. wants to hear that because they don't understand it. They don't care. Well, that's probably bad to say. But. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of course they care, they but there's care. nothing they can do. Right. You know, they can't as a, help. as a man, you want to solve problems. You don't want to empathize. Right. That's just how right. we're built. So yeah, absolutely. So, so we're absolutely. not who you go to with those problems. Right. right. And then it's also very helpful for the partners too, because they're feeling a certain type of way too, because I mean, there, you know, uh, for men, it's almost a loss. It's a loss of the life that I had before pregnancy. So things are going to change. Like I'm excited about this new person and this new baby and this new, you know, this new role that my wife or partner has taken on. But then there are a lot of things that are 
not going to be the same anymore. And they're going through some things too. So when we talk about like postpartum depression, like there's a postpartum depression for their dads too. Okay. And I think a lot of times we put that to the side. Because What's the time is. limit on that? Can they be? Oh, it's up to a year. Oh, so not yeah. like nine years. If I have a <laughs> nine year old, I, I can't be. Okay. <laughs> All right. So this, there's, a, there's a, a limit whole, there. That's okay. a whole nother thing. <laughs> Sounds like I have some different issues. Uh, we'll, we'll get into those later. Um, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, cool. So what we're gonna do is um, in the in the notes, anyone listening can click on the the show notes for this, and we'll have the website, which is um, basicsofbbb.com, um, where to find uh, you and and or Stacy as far as you know any of the socials, Instagram and whatnot. Um, on the website, we have. Um, you have all the details of each class, what that is, yep. uh, the next couple of months worth of schedules. That's good. Yeah. So what was the process getting that started? Um, I know that just from from knowing you before this, right? So I know that the way that you think, you're always kind of thinking a few months down the road or what's what can the future hold? How can you make things better? Yes. Not only for you, but like you're, this could, this, you're literally making the world better by you know, educating these moms when it's out there. Right. Um, but of course, you know, it's still a a business in that sense, you know, but when you love what you do, it's not, it's not work. Right. But getting that started. So, so you can actually now call yourself an entrepreneur if you didn't already. Um, and I think that's pretty cool to do. Like, yeah, yeah, we've enjoyed it. Um, we, we've always talked about it for a number of years, but I think the biggest thing was kind of, uh, coming to Stacey and just saying, Hey, like, we need to do this like we, we've been we've been kind of playing around with it talking about it and we see that the need is there uh we researched out there and i think COVID definitely brought about a bigger need because everybody went online as far as teaching and yeah unfortunately a lot of people we don't people are not designed to learn that way we do it because it's convenient we do it because it kept us safe but we really need in-person intimate people who are more intimate and personal when they're around other like-minded people. The, the personal touch is really absolutely you know, to look someone in the eye and to know, hey, this person is listening to me yes. when I talk. Yes. They care about me and my baby. Yes. You know, that's what you need, especially like you said, there's a lot of emotions going on mm-hmm. when you know, when you go through those the entire pregnancy process. Absolutely. And then we also have like a class that we talk about induction, which is making you go into labor. And these, there's number of reasons of why you would do that. But that actual class, you know, is very hands-on and letting you see the different agents that we would use to push you into the, into labor and how those things feel. Because a lot of times you don't see, we just come in, we show you what we're going to do and you kind of just go with it. But if you kind of can see it beforehand and right in the classroom, move around, go to the different items and see what different one does what and what are the risks and benefits of it all. When you get into it in the hospital, you kind of feel a little better about it because you're like, oh, yeah, I saw that in, in the class. So I get it. When I, when I go into a hospital, I just generally think it's uncomfortable and it's cold and I don't want to be there. Yep. Um, you know, you're there because you have to be there. Nobody, right. Unless you nobody work there, nobody coming. chooses, right? <laughs> So unless they're giving you a paycheck, right. you know, you don't want to be there. So I think having that knowledge ahead of time, so you you have, you know, even if it's a slightly less amount of stress mm-hmm. to go through an already potentially stressful situation. Right. So I think that's awesome. So yeah. um, I wish you guys well. I hope that 
you know that goes on. So if anyone has any questions, they can reach out to Janae or Stacy directly. Yeah. Um, questions about the class or the schedule doesn't fit for you. You know, maybe there's something that um, you know that they can work out Absolutely. and go from there. Yeah, we'd love to have you guys. Cool. So this is what we're gonna do real quick here, right? So I'm gonna ask you a bunch of random things, and we'll just rapid fire these. Okay. And I didn't tell you I was gonna do this, so we'll <laughs> see how we'll see how this goes. Okay. All right. Um. So I'm gonna just give you two choices, and you don't no particular reasoning. Just fire it out, right? Okay. Uh, do you prefer cats or dogs? Dogs. Apples or oranges? Oranges. Coffee or tea? Tea. Whitney Houston or Mariah Carey? Ooh, Whitney Houston. All right. Uh, pre-drug. Ranch, <laughs> pre-drug. <laughs> uh, ranch or ketchup? Ooh, ranch. Would you truth or dare? Truth. French fries or onion rings? French fries. Tupac or Biggie? Ooh. I'm going to go with Biggie. All right. Like board games or video games? Board games. And... Um, Rom-coms or sci-fis? Sci-fi, all the way. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> Listen, Janae, it's been an absolute pleasure Thank having you, you around. Um, so what we'll do is, uh, yeah, if anyone has any questions about anything, you can check out all the details. Um, otherwise, you want to check out basicsofbbb.com. Uh, we'll put all the information uh, below. Um, my name is Mark. You listen in the casual nonsense. I appreciate you hanging around with us today. And uh, yeah, we'll be in touch. Thanks. Thanks.